Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning to you. Good morning, dear people. Good morning to you. Yes, it's a good morning. You know why? Because this is the day that the Lord has made, and guess what? I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it, because I love the Lord Jesus Christ with all my heart, soul, and mind, and I want people to know the God we serve, and I pray today you know him, that you know him in such a powerful way that you're living for him, walking with him, doing your best to be the man of God or the woman of God that God has called you to be. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for every listener in their lives. And Lord, I pray they'd see you even more clearly today. Lord, walk with us, talk with us, lead us, show us your way. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, folks, we live in a world of curiosity. My wife has taught four-year-old preschool for 31 years, and guess what? As this show is broadcasting She is now finished with 31 years of school, and it is over. She is retiring from school. Well, I say retiring. What I mean is she's not going to do it any longer. She's not retiring with benefits. It's going to be an interesting role for for now on because finances are going to be a little more tight since I lose a little bit of her, I lose all of her income until she's 62 or 3, whenever she can get. She's only 59, so we got a few years to go. But you know what? God will take care of us because he always does. But I am so thankful that she can be released to be able to do some things that uh, she hasn't done for years. You know, and, and my wife has been so dedicated to work. You know, in 31 years, she didn't miss a day of work because of illness. That's pretty amazing. God was with her, but she's so dedicated. We have never traveled anywhere between September and January because she wouldn't leave she wouldn't leave work or have anybody fill in for. And then I'm tied up with legislature from January to April, so we can't leave. So it's been we've been kind of a, a, close to home for a long time. So now maybe every once in a while on a Thursday, Friday, we can get away or something. I don't know. I'm looking forward to that, but more than that, I'm looking forward to her having some freedom to do what she wants to do. She's a wonderful, wonderful woman. Well, I can tell you this, but she's taught these four-year-olds for years, and she's always told me stories. And she said that kids ask crazy questions, you know, like, what, what is, uh, why is the sky blue? And why is the, the moon named moon? <laughs> How would you have any idea? How would you even know how to answer some of those things? If I could see with one eye, they say, why do I need two? (laughs) Well, because you don't want to be called Cyclops, I guess. No, I don't know how she answered those questions. But many questions are cute, but can be hard to answer. When I was growing up, and probably some of you growing up, you remember Art Linkletter? He had a show, Kids Say the Darndest Things. Of course, I'd be slapped for saying the word darn growing up. But kids say the darndest thing. You never know what they're going to say. Over the many years at the church, we have our day school on the other side of the church, and I walk over there and walk through, and, and especially back when I had a bigger stomach, I've thanked the Lord, I've lost a lot of my stomach. I still have a pretty healthy stomach, but I lost a lot of it this last year. And uh, they would pat me on the stomach and say, do you have a baby? And I thought, oh, I wanted to just send that kid a sprawling. <laughs> Not really, but, you know, those kind of things. I don't blame them. You know, they see a heavier man walking through there. 
But then I got the ultimate compliment one day. I walked down in a room, a little, and a little girl says to the other little girl, Who is that man? The other little girl responds, That is God. <laughs> oh, what a compliment that was. You know, I tell you what, uh, that's the farthest from the truth. I mean, that's a true story, but that's, you know, I know not even close to being anywhere near what God would be, of course. But, but anyway, kids say things. The curiosity, they have a lot of curiosity. You know, in, in our lives, uh, and then when you, you grow up a little bit, you get to teenage, you start, there's questions that come. It's like, should I go to that party or not? Folks, I was asked that question a number of times growing up. I was an athlete, and people wanted me to go to a party, and I had to ask them, should I go to that party or not? Well, the answer was usually no, because usually things happen to those parties that I didn't believe in. And one time I gave in, I was going to go, but they never picked me up. I think God protected me. So I never really went to a party that was... Uh, a party that, you know, that was people living like the world. I, I honestly didn't do that. That's kind of interesting. I sound kind of like a prude, I guess. And you know what? I'm not ashamed of that. That's just kind of the way it was. And then we then we asked the question, should I hang out with certain kids? Well, I know the answer would be my parents. No, you're not going to hang out with kids that, that uh, blaspheme the things of God. And then later on in life, you ask them, I say, where should I go to college? I asked that question. What college? I was considering all sorts of college out of high school. I just, well, first I was going to play basketball. The uh, Northwest Nazarene asked me to come over, and they'd give me a small scholarship. Back then, they wouldn't give a lot of scholarship, but I'd play basketball for them. And I thought about going over there. I went and practiced with them once, and I thought, nah, that's not for me. Then I had a chance to go play basketball in, in Houston, Texas, at a, a Mid-America or Gulf Coast Bible College. And then I had a chance to go to Warner Pacific. But, you know, I thought about all those things. But then I realized basketball, you know, it's not going to last forever. And then I ended up going to Boise State. I had to choose. I had a decision to make. And then later on, I went to George Fox College in Newburgh and graduated there. But then then you move on in life. Then you have to ask yourself, well, should I get married? Well, hey, I was in my mid-20s, and I'm thinking, should I get married? And what's going on? And I, Well, I, it'd be nice to get married, but you got to find a woman first, right? you got to find a good Christian woman. Of course, God brought me my incredible wife, Denise, and I'm so grateful for that. He, he just did it right when he, made, when he brought me my wife. She was beautiful. I loved her, and I love her after 37, almost 38 years uh, together. And so God, but we have to ask ourselves this question. We think about those. We have curiosity. Should we have kids? Denise and I discussed that. And we decided we want to have our first child five years after our marriage. Guess what? We had Luke five years after our marriage, just as we designed. You know, and then we decided we want to have our second child. We want to have the second child uh, six years uh, later. And we were going to have our second child. And then suddenly, most of you know, my son was killed in a car accident. Well, Life kind of changed course again, but you know what? We decided to stay with our plan, and we had our second child, and we had beautiful little Kaylee, who was such an incredible uh, surprise to us because uh, she was so tiny, and we had so much, so many complications uh, when we had her. But you know what? We're certainly glad we did because she has, she has absolutely blessed our lives over and over. I just very happy. Or the things of God, and I'm very happy how God leads us, but there's a lot of curiosity. Then we got on a little later in life. How do I define success? What is most important to me? How will I be remembered when I die? Then there are deeper questions like the one we talk about today in the service. I want to talk about, as I'm t- speaking to you, who is God? 
Who is God? We want to talk about the God of the Bible. Too many times we have false gods are literally running out of uh, running from God Almighty. We're worshiping everything but God Almighty, from figurines to nature. It's going to be a sad day when life on this earth ends, and they stand before the judgment seat of God and give an account for their lives. That is why it's so important for us to know who God is. The Bible lays out the blueprints. If you are looking to buying a house, building a building a place, you look at the blueprints to look at the specs to see what everything is all about. Well, the Bible lays out that for us. In Genesis 1.1, he says this, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning, what? God. It all started with God, Almighty God, Jehovah God. I've told you this before, but if you want to see the Bible come to life, go to Israel, and you will walk in the footsteps of Jesus, and you will see how the Bible is so accurate and without fault. It opens your eyes in a hurry. See, God is our Heavenly Father. A.W. Tozer, the author of The Pursuit of God, states this, What comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. When you are faced with the question, who is God, what do you think? God who? Who is he? Does he exist? Is he on the throne in heaven? Does he have a whistle around his neck like a coach cheering me on? Is he like Santa? We've seen many depictions of God through Hollywood's eyes, and I will say there are not many that I would uh, put stock on. You know, we need to look at God carefully and understand what his image is. You know, my wife shared this message I'm sharing with you today. She was listening to a message of someone I didn't even know who it is, and she wrote down some notes for me and this and that, and it was great. So I was able to kind of formulate that, and it's neat to get a wife that helps you, and you can look at things and and you can learn from other people. Other people learn from me. I have some people that have taken my notes to the prison and, and worked with some people with that, and it's, it's so neat that we can learn from one another, and, and the Bible wants us to learn about what God is from the Bible. What comes to your mind when I say, who is God? Well, understand one thing. Our eternal destination is dependent on how we answer this question, but more importantly is knowing that believing is vital. There is zero chance to spend eternity in heaven for those who do not believe God exists and do not believe in his son, Jesus Christ. Zero, zero chance. Your life is on a one-way street to disaster, and I'm telling you what, it's true, and you're going to hear this and know this today and tomorrow. David says in Psalms 14, 1 and 2, The fool says in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. Their deeds are vile. There is no one who does good. The definition of a fool is the one who acts unwise. It is very unwise not to believe. Why people throw the dice with the eternity is beyond me, folks. I don't understand it. Why would anyone take the risk, especially when God can guide their life? The Bible assumes the existence of God, but it also supports it by the ton of evidence inside us and outside us. One thing that, before I jump into that, is to realize that the Bible says, you are created in the image of God. Yes, you are created in the image of God. The Bible says in chapter 1, verse 26 of Genesis, then God said, let us Make mankind in our image and our likeness so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds of the sky over the livestock, over all the animals. You are made in the image of God. And folks, 
I want you to know that. I'm going to have to finish with that. I'm going to finish this message tomorrow. Hope you'll listen because I get right into what God is all about and what the Bible says about Almighty God. Have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.